Hey, Nelson, alcoholic addict. That's not my real name. That is a pen name that I came up with here for this newsletter. LOL, sober. I caught myself recently using the words always and never pretty freely when I was describing people or things. By that, I mean saying you always do X, Y, and Z to somebody, or you never listen when I tell you stuff. Um, and I noticed it because I was at a meeting where we were reading about character defects for sober people, or people trying to get sober. We were reading about character defects, and there was this emphasis in the literature to make sure we don't say, I'll never get rid of that. The, the passage was about how sometimes character defects, like being argumentative, for, for instance, sometimes it gets you what you want. It gets you promoted at work. It gets you a free meal because your meal was bad and you send it back. And so sometimes being argumentative can help you. And so the tendency is to be like, well, sometimes it helps me. It serves me well. So I won't get rid of that. Um, but it made me think of all the places in recovery literature where the authors are telling us it's fine if we don't believe in God or it's fine if we if we don't want to change a character defect or that we don't have any interest in not being angry about something, right? Um, the literature often says to just, just, if you don't want to get rid of it, fine, but just leave the door open a bit to not have contempt prior to investigation on anything. It's, in other words, just be open-minded, right? So when my wife and I were going to marriage counseling a while ago, our therapist was great. And she would often say that those words, always and never, are two of the most damaging things you can say or think. She used the phrase thought patterns. And she, she said thought patterns because she was making the point that even if we manage to muzzle ourselves and not say out loud to our spouse, you never listen to me or you always ignore me. Even if we're just thinking, not much better to be able to not say them and just think them to ourselves all the time. Because her point was that it, when you're thinking it all the time, when that's your thought pattern, it still influences how you talk and behave. If you're just barely bottling up this extreme idea of your partner never or always doing something. Here's the thing too, always and never are always wrong and never right. <laughs> as weird as that, there's always traffic on that road or that a restaurant never gets my order right. Is that true? Like if I went to that shitty taco place across town a hundred times, that, that would they get my order wrong a hundred times out of a hundred? Probably not, right? That road is always backed up with cars. Am I sure if I drove there at midnight? Was it? Was there tons of traffic or am I exaggerating, you know, and I've been using those words a lot lately and I'm talking about always and never. And it's because I have a tendency to be a little bit overly dramatic and try to tell a good story. And I also like deep down, I want you to think that the thing that I'm dealing with is the biggest and baddest thing ever. <laughs> this, you're not going to believe it. You know, it's always this. It's never as I'm describing this right now. I went, I'm using the most over-the-top description possible. <laughs> it's just like this instinct of mine. Um, but one thing I know is that the more clean and serene I am in my recovery life, 
the more I am building into every word and every thought that I have, that there are gray areas in this world, not absolutes. You are not always this or never that. You know, so as, as silly as this sounds, always and never are always, I'm a little bit wobbly. And so I don't know, you know, that's tricky though. It's really tricky. Maybe, maybe I need to always realize that and never do it again. Even as I say that, I realize I'm using the words always and never. This, so I don't know. I'll keep coming. Thanks for letting me.